Can anybody hear me? Tell me, am I on the right track? Cause the dark has parted and now that we started, there ain't no turning back. Is this how I'm supposed to feel? Spinning out my Yeah, it's going to be a learning curve like a motherfucker. Right. Maybe eventually we will get better, but uh, this is the first take, first try. Um, We don't know exactly what we want to talk about on this podcast, but we kind of just want to talk about I mean, things that we're interested in, mostly. Yeah, just be us talking. Right. Gaming, um, movies, maybe current events. But today, since it's close to Halloween... We wanted to do something kind of creepy, kind of spooky. So, I'm always looking at these things that pop up on Facebook. Like, um, it's from this website called Ranker. Where it'll talk about, like, different kind of creepy topics. Kind of how, like, Reddit does. Similar to that. Um, and a lot of times, like, if Thomas is playing a game, I'll read these to him and I thought it would be interesting to do it for our podcast so this is 24 parents describe the creepiest things kids have said about sleeping I don't know if I'm gonna read all 24 because I have like other lists we'll just like see how it goes (laughs) but this one sounds pretty creepy consequences comes in through the window I have a three-year-old daughter. She tells me that a red man comes into her room at night through her window. His name is Consequences, and he's mean to her. She said he hurts her and stares at her while she is in her bed. She says that he comes in a spaceship with the other red men. I have no idea where she would get the material for the story, and she really, really believes it. I've locked her window for her and pulled all the blinds, and I'll attempt to convince her that no one is getting in through her window. Sometimes in the morning, she'll say, It didn't work, Mama. Consequences uh, got in again last night. I hope it's just a phase that will soon pass. <laughs> Dude, that's why I don't have kids. <laughs> kids are the worst. <laughs> no. <laughs> if my kids said that, I'd be like, No, I don't want kids. <laughs> Send that back to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a good one. But really, though, I don't know, like, from a psychology perspective, it's probably like schizophrenic. I think he's probably schizophrenic. Or just a highly active imagination. Because I used to see, like, well, I didn't really think I saw this, but, like, I used to imagine that, like, there were werewolves, like, outside in the forest, like, at my house. And, like, it's not like I just literally saw a werewolf. It's just, like, I had this fear that they were out there. You know, mm-hmm. but this kid is like, it's coming in my window. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, you know, we live in this like wooded area and like, I could have swore I heard like 
witch shit and stuff like no, that in the woods when no, I was young. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We have a lot of like stuff out here. Like we have a lot of rabbits. Um, and I'll just I mean, see like, a rabbit. It'd be like, like it'd be like broad daylight, and I, like I said, this was when I was like ten or so. I could swear I could hear like voices and shit like out in the woods. Why are you bringing all this? <laughs> <laughs> I live here. I don't want to be scared. Well, I mean, I don't hear the shit anymore, so. I don't know. Maybe it's a kid thing then. Maybe when you're younger, everything seems know. really scary. I don't know. Anyway, on to the next one. The tall men are walking. I think I've read this before. Not apparent, but. As a young child, age three to five, I would sleepwalk into my parents' room and quietly stand by their bed. See, that shit would scare me already. Like, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> my dad would wake up, find me, and try to put me back into bed. I would tell him I couldn't go back to bed because the tall men are walking. This stopped immediately after moving from that particular house. The tall men comment stopped. The sleepwalking continued and still happens. Then when I was around 15, we were at church one day and I overheard one of the other kids, about three, ask his parents why they walked away. While the, as they walked away. Who are those men? What men, honey? The tall men with Abaco. That's a weird name. Didn't sleep well for a couple nights after that. Ooh, I think he's really got some spirits following him and he was more sensitive to it as a child and that child is now sensitive to it. Yeah. And the spirits are following him around. So yeah, I go back and forth because like on one hand I'm like, there's no ghost, like all that's bullshit. But on the other hand I'm like, but what if there was? <laughs> <laughs> like the sleepwalking shit's like the scariest. Like yeah, I don't. I know. I, the only time, like the one time I remember sleepwalking, I don't even remember what it was about. But like I'd put our dogs. We had little Doberman Pinchers. And, like, I was putting them outside, like... Yeah. I, I carried them and took them outside and put them on the ground. And I woke up as I was doing <laughs> it. So it was a... <laughs> no, I have a really creepy one. Um, My best friend when I was younger, she told me that she... We were moving in together at college. And she told me, I sleepwalk sometimes. Like, I haven't done it in a long time. And she was like, well, one time... I was sleepwalking, and my mom woke up, and she saw me in the kitchen, and I was holding a knife. And I was like, what? <laughs> what the heck? I was like, what did she do? And she was like, well, my mom was smart enough not to try and wake me up. She just, like, made me put the knife down and, like, walked me to my bed. That's what they said happened. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's nice. I don't, I don't, like, I would feel like I would immediately panic and be like, holy crap. <laughs> and she said she remembered having a dream that somebody else was in the house. And that's why she was going to get the knife in her sleep because she thought like somebody was in the house she needed to protect herself. Yeah. But that would be fucking creepy. So. Okay. It was dark and wet inside. <laughs> oh, that's a good start. Keep going. <laughs> Pretty sure I've posted this before, but here it goes. When my daughter was about three years old, she had a sound machine in her room to help her sleep. We typically had it on the babbling brook, or nighttime cricket sounds. One night I was putting her to bed and turned on the sound machine. She had been playing with it earlier and the sound was left on the sound of a beating heart. After a few minutes of laying there with her in the dark, she looked at me and said, 
I didn't like me mommy's tummy. It was dark and wet, and I don't want to go back, okay? <laughs> could you think you could possibly really remember it? Maybe you do. Uh, you could have the capacity to remember, but you don't because it was so long ago. I guess. Like, I've heard of, like, kids saying shit like that before, My so. cousin once said that she remembered, like, being born. Like, she remembers a lot of, like, she remembers a lot of random shit from, like, a long-ass time ago, too. So maybe she's got one of those memories. Oh, maybe. What is it called? Like, an eidetic memory when you can literally remember everything? Yeah, I think so. I that, can't remember shit anyway. That would be so. terrible, though. Like, that would be too much information up there to deal with. Yeah. I can barely remember what the hell I did the other day, so <laughs> don't... Okay. That's when the black circle circles come. When you turn off the lights, that's when the black circles come, he said. They come down like this, holds his hand in the air above his bed, and they stay for a second, and then, zoop, they go inside, slapping his hands to his chest. Then barely holding back tears. I hate it. Oh my god. Yeah, let me see. Like the child is saying that. Like they come up and then he goes, Shh, and I hate they it. They go inside him? Yes. Shit. Well, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know. After I saw the movie, um, is it Insidious? Where he's like sensitive to like the spirits? The, yeah, where he's like, he gets lost in that. Yes. Whatever the fuck. That has freaked me out because I had night terrors as a child and I felt like I did have like some kind of connection to like the spirit world. I mean, like I was really sensitive to stuff. I mean, like sensitive to like anything, like stuff happening or sensitive to like the idea of ghosts and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. It's always been like part of my life i've never just like straight up seen a ghost but i've just always like felt vibes and stuff like what people talk about yeah but yeah that would just be terrible <laughs> there's a man in the house like that's already scary yeah my child had woken up early so she was watching cartoons next to me at my bed while i tried to wake up i'd heard a funny sound downstairs earlier that i mentally blamed on the dogs then Kiddo leans over to me and remarks, Oh, there's a man in the house. Awake, awake, awake. <laughs> 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 never found anything. Never got any further details from her. Okay, that's kind of anticlimactic. Wasn't there something we were reading at one point that, like, um, there was, like, a dude that, like, lived in their fucking toy box or something? Yeah, it, it was, was hiding in the fucking toy it box. It was like a midget was like living in their house, and they would talk about their imaginary friend. Yeah, you're probably picking like, up like all this noise from this chair. But yeah, this mic is pretty super duper sensitive. You could probably hear these creaky ass chairs. We'll, we'll improve time, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. But yeah, no, there's that one, and then there's the one about the girl in her house. Like, or no, she's she's babysitting for somebody. And so she calls the parent, or the parents call her, and she's like, yeah, everything's fine. Like, the kids are, you know, upstairs and everything. I'm just down here in the living room. But your clown statue is really freaking out. Oh, yeah, yeah, out. yeah. And it was actually And they're like, get out of the house. Get the kids. Get out of the house right now. And she's like, what? It's like, we don't have a clown statue. It's like, oh, that gives me chills just thinking about that. Oh. Wasn't there something, like, on a prank show or something that was, like, they, they like, there was a girl babysitting. And then they like 
they were telling her something, some ghost story or something, and then yeah, like, that was like I want to say that was like a show they tried to start on Nickelodeon or something. Like these young kids were pranking people. Was it kids? I remember because yeah. it was like she was babysitting, and then all of a sudden, like they were like they were they had like the kids like outside the like screen door, mm-hmm. and they were like they looked like ghosts and shit. Something like that. I don't know what show it was. I can't remember that part. There was a prank show that I think it was on like True TV or something like that, and it was the like the best one I ever seen. This girl, she walks into the doctor's office, and they're like, the doctor's busy right now, like, just wait. And then, like, this um, man comes out of the doctor's office, and he's like, you don't understand, doctor. You have to put us together. You have to put us back together. <laughs> and he's like, no, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. You just need to leave. And he's just like, I can't do this or whatever. And so he's like, just come back in my office. Come back in my office. Well, she sit, like, she's sitting down, and the whole time she's been sitting down, there's, like, this little pet cage beside her. Mm-hmm. And so then whenever they go back in, like, she starts hearing noises coming from the little cage, and she's like, like, what the fuck? And so she goes up, like, she, like, kind of, like, gets closer to it to see, like, what the heck it is. And this, <laughs> this midget pops out, and he's, like, he like he's all done up, like, he's all deformed looking and, like, naked or whatever and he's like <laughs> and then he like she's over there in the corner screaming and he's like eat 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 <laughs> and that, like literally and he comes out and, like the guy comes out and he's like he opens up his shirt and he's like like all deformed like he like, it was like it was his it's twin like, and he like yeah. took him apart and like he wanted to be put back together <laughs> He did such a good job being so freaky. Like, he had, like, little sharp teeth. He was like, eat, eat, eat. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been horrified. But, yeah. <laughs> so, that was interesting. Okay, this one says, we can't invite her over because she's dead. <laughs> Taylor Swift. The old Taylor. <laughs> the old Taylor. <laughs> oh, my God. My young daughter said she made a new friend. Her mother and I are like, cool, hon. What's her name? It's Casey Jr. So then we asked him when we can invite her over to play. My kid says, we can't because she's dead. (laughs) You're grounded. Go to your room. (laughs) (laughs) Later that night, after putting my daughter to bed, I hear laughter and talking coming from her room. I go to investigate. As I get to the door, I hear my daughter say, no, Casey, stop tickling me. Amidst bouts of giggles, I walk into the room not knowing what to expect. There's just my daughter in the room. Nothing else. I'm officially creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially after, like, the paranormal shit, like, paranormal activity and shit like that. Like, right. We always say, we'd be like, no, no. But, like, what are you going to do? It's your kid. No, not, not today. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. No, I don't know. So messed up, but it's like, uh. Well, I'd be afraid it would be like some paranormal activity shit or whatever that. No chances. Yeah. I'd get so religious. I'd have crosses up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Get that man out of my room. <laughs> I lived alone in a cool but cre- kind of creepy old house with my son, who must have been close to three when this happened. I woke up one night because I heard him talking. 
forcefully at something in his room, not quite yelling, but at a level above normal conversation. I got out of bed and went down the long hallway to his room to find him sitting in the corner of his bed, glaring at the opposite corner of his room. I asked him what was wrong, and without taking his eyes off the far corner, which was at my back, he pointed <laughs> and said, quietly and angrily, get that man out of my room. Every hair on my body stood up, and I reached over to flip on the light. There was no one there, of course. He said the man came into his room a lot, and he hated him. His voice was absolutely full of anger when he talked about the man. Then he told me that there was a big brown rabbit that came and looked in his window every night. His bed was directly under a window. And he didn't like him, but he couldn't come in the house, so he was okay. He also claimed the house itself was a lady, and it sang to him. Which is a whole other story. <laughs> I took him back to my room for the rest of the night, but the next day it was like it never happened, and he went back to sleeping in his own room. I'm convinced that three-year-olds are conduits of some sort of dark weirdness. Yeah, for it, it, There's something about childhood. Like, Again, that sounds like fucking paranormal activity, especially yeah. that one, because it was like, because, you know, the paranormal activity is like Toby, and it's like a big motherfucker, and it's like, yeah, but they liked Toby. They were like Toby. Yeah, that. well, they were also witches. So like that was the weirdest name to give that demon, like Toby. What's yeah. the demon's name? Toby. Which I guess it was supposed to be like a friendly name for the girls. Or it's like, like some kind of like shortened version of a name, like a de- demon name. Tobistrius. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know, like Tobifer. That just sounds like Lucifer. <laughs> okay, this one says there was a ghost with no face standing over what, you. What like, number is this? Uh, it doesn't have numbers. I have no so we idea. don't even know how far we are. I have absolutely no idea. Well, I think okay. we've only done like four or five, six, something like that. Okay, how about I read this one and then go on to another list. Okay, this says there was a ghost with no face standing over you. I had to share a room with my four-year-old for a few weeks. Mummy, I guess they're British. <laughs> Mummy, when you were sleeping, I woke up and there was a ghost, no face, standing over <laughs> touching all. It was taking your dreams out of your body with its mouth. It reminded me of the Dementors from Harry Potter, but he's never watched it. Yeah, definitely British. Yeah. The Harry Potter reference. I had it spot I on. <laughs> Which, yeah. I don't know. I feel like more people... More British people watch Harry Potter than they do in America. I don't know, dude. Probably not. They probably fucking hate Harry Potter, honestly. But I don't because Harry Potter for life. <laughs> I've always loved Harry Potter. Okay, let's see what else I got. Okay, I've got cursed objects, real items that have been cursed, the most horrifying fairy tales ever. Uh, it's like the real story of the fairy tale. And yeah. This is creepy theories about this place in like Minnesota, I think it was. It's like a bridge. Mm-hmm. And this is crazy stories of people who are buried alive. So, like, which one do you want to? Uh... I think the fairy tale one probably would be pretty good. I mean, yeah. Okay, this is 15 fairy tales and their lesser known horror story versions. Is it all on Ranker? Yes, every one of these. Well, so we're probably not going to do all the. Well, that's numbered well in the other one. I don't know. You sure that's... Yeah. It's the same yeah. website. No, that's weird. A stepson gets sweet revenge after being beheaded. 
In the Brothers Grimm, the juniper tree, a husband and wife have a lovely little son, and they're quite happy, until the mother dies. She's buried under a juniper tree, and after some time has passed, the widower remarries and has a daughter. But the stepmother absolutely hates the little boy and abuses him. She tells the little boy to go get an apple from a chest, and when he leans to go to grab one, she slams the lid shut, decapitating him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the stepmother tries to put the head back on. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, was it an accident? I don't understand. Oh, no. She tries to put the head back on, but her daughter knocks the head back off. <laughs> no. <laughs> she pins the whole murder on her daughter and makes the boy's body into a stew to be... Zelda. Sorry, guys. Our dog is terrible. Stop being loud. Get on. Get on to bed. Get on up. Leave the kettle on. Okay. The daughter, who actually liked the boy, buries his bones under the same juniper tree his mother was laid to rest under. But the story doesn't stop there. The boy is reincarnated as a beautiful bird who sings a morbid song about his own murder. <laughs> this is crazy. The villagers all start giving him gifts in exchange for hearing this song, and he even manages to get a millstone. I don't know what that is. The bird boy flies to the house where he gives some gifts to his sister and father, and he sings his song until his guilty stepmother is driven into madness. She runs outside, but the bird boy crushes her with the millstone. The boy resumes so his I original think, form, and he and his father and sister live happily ever after. I think like a millstone, I guess, is like one of those like grindstone things. Maybe? I don't know. This says, Rapunzel is an abandoned single mother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I never heard that. Yeah. Pretty much what it boils down to is like, the dude gets up there, I think, and then like, has sex with her and leaves. No. And like, she gets pregnant. No, that's fucked up. You've probably heard the tale of Rapunzel, but you likely don't know the horrifying original version. <clears throat> they were called the Brothers Graham, I guess nobody like Well, it. I mean, that was supposed to be their last name, I think. But no. Yeah, the fairy tales are all super fucked up. Yeah, then they just, Disney just changed everything and made us think it's all wonderful and yeah. great. What is the movie called Brothers Grimm? Something like that. I don't remember. It has uh, Heath Ledger and who's the, who plays his... I really don't remember the movie that well, so... I don't, I don't know. Ask. I'd have to... I'll just put it like in the show notes or something because <laughs> I really don't remember what that movie was. Yeah. Um... In this version, Rapunzel's mother is having an intense pregnancy cravings, so she steals herbs from a witch's garden. The witch responds by demanding the child as recompense. The parents dis the parents agree, and the witch steals away the infant Rapunzel and locks her in a tower. That's just all kinds of messed up. <laughs> You know this part. Rapunzel grows into a beautiful young woman with long hair that the witch uses to scale the tower. But then a handsome prince sees her and begins climbing up the tower every night to spend some quality time with Rapunzel. 
But here's the twist. Rapunzel becomes pregnant. She doesn't understand what's happening to her. She assumes her clothes just don't fit anymore. Oh, this is so sad. Yeah. The, she doesn't even know. The witch knows exactly what's going on and sends her out to the desert where she gives birth alone and confused to a set of twins. Meanwhile, back at the tower, the witch awaits for the prince. Rapunzel's braid in hand. When the prince climbs up, he is confronted by the witch and leaps from the tower. Unfortunately for him, he lands on thorns and is blinded. The prince <laughs> wanders the forest, weeping for his lost sight and wretched life. Eventually, the two reunite and Rapunzel's tears restore the prince's sight. Hmm. But he was a dick, though. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like I said, I thought the version was that he, like, he basically he raped a child because, like, if she's just been in this tower, like, she would has no, like, she would not be an adult. She would still be a child oh, yeah. in her mind. This just, it gets worse and worse the more you think about it. <laughs> this one is, An Old Lady is Flayed Alive. The title of this Italian tale, The Flayed Old Woman, is certain, and it certainly delivers on its name, Two old, ugly sisters live together near a king's castle. One day, the king goes for a walk, and hears one of the women singing. Her voice is so beautiful that the king assumes she is young and fair and falls for her instantly. The woman, the women, realizing this is a chance for glory, attempt to fool the king into thinking they're young by sucking on the, their wrinkled fingers and only showing him those. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wouldn't that make them more wrinkly? Like, then they pull back all of their saggy skin and approach him in complete darkness. Still, the king discovers their bruise and he throws one of the women from a tower. She gets caught in a tree branch below and rather than dying, she hangs there by her saggy skin, weeping. <laughs> Some forest fairies hear her and they decide to help her out. They give her fine clothes, servants, anything a rich lady could ask for. And they make her young. The king sees her and decides that even if she was an ugly old liar before, she's pretty and rich now, so he marries her. <laughs> well. So happily ever after, right? Not quite. The old sister, the other old sister is extremely jealous and decides that she wants to be young and beautiful too. She demands her now young sister to tell her how she was transformed. The sister becomes so irritated with her questions that she says she flayed herself. The old sister believes the lie and goes to the barber to be flayed. He's dubious, but eventually consents and it's flays like, no, her alive. No, I'm not going to fucking do it. Well, you know what? Yeah, I... If you insist. Because <laughs> the old woman bleeds out on the floor, skinless, she reminds herself that you must suffer for beauty. And then she dies. <laughs> That's just terrible. <laughs> I think we're going to try and, like, we'll do one more and then probably wrap this up. Okay, this one's just, this one's terrible, though. Which one is that? A dead mother returns to nurse her baby. Okay. Fairy tale from Russia, the dead mother, is equal parts sweet and horrifying. A husband and wife live happily together, awaiting the birth of their baby. When the baby is born, the mother is so happy that she dies. <laughs> wow. Okay. Everyone weeps and mourns, and the man hires an old woman to look after the baby. The child screams and cries all day and refuses to eat. But then, when nightfall comes, the baby is silent. Eventually, people got pretty curious about the baby's habits. The husband, the old woman, and some of the townsfolk get together and enter the baby's room. 
There they find the baby's dead mother dressed in her bloody burial clothes, breastfeeding the baby. The dead woman looks at them and then sadly puts the baby to bed and leaves. When the group checks on the baby, they discover that it had died. Never try to separate a mother and her child. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. That was very disturbing. Yep. There's, like I said, the old fairy tales, the original ones are all fucked up. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I think we're going to try to wrap it on up. This has been very rushed, I feel like. I feel like I don't even think we introduced ourselves. Well, I introduced the show, but no, we didn't introduce ourselves. If we do it, could we, like, cut it back in? I don't know. Is that not how it works? I mean, the way you introduced it, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we'll learn. We'll learn. This will probably not be as edited as other ones will be, but. But my name is Thomas. And my name is Dana. And that is why the podcast is called D&T. But, uh, yeah, like I said, we'll we'll get better at this, I think. We won't be so rushed and just like, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I want to thank Jonathan Mann for letting us use his song, Temple Push the Broken Button. From uh, Song of Knots. It's a sweet ass musical. Oh, that was my phone. <laughs> sweet ass musical podcast. I really love it. I was having Dana actually listen to it. We're only on like the fourth episode, I think, something. There's not a lot. But, uh, but, yeah, they, but uh, yeah, thank you for you letting us use that. And uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I guess we, 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 we won't bounce. All right, bye guys. Bye. Can anybody hear me? Tell me, am I on the right track? Cause the dark has parted and now that we started, there ain't no turning back. Is this how I'm supposed to feel? Spinning out my Together we